Okay, listen up. Our surroundings play a huge role in shaping our emotions, our productivity, and honestly, just even our fulfillment, like in general. I wanna dig into this today on why your physical environment is crucial for your wellness. Like, are you really creating a nurturing space? And if not, or even if you think you are, but you're really not, this episode's gonna help. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Rethinking with Rosalba podcast. This is all about unlearning some of the shitty habits, mindsets, and self-sabotaging behaviors that we have and rethinking how to address them. We're building healthy habits. We're changing our mindsets and beliefs so that you can create a life that you love. I'm your host, Rosalba, your unconventional life and success coach. So let's get into this bitch. Now, I don't want you thinking that I'm just spewing some shit out here, okay? Research has shown that things like lighting, colors, clutter, which we're going to dig into in a second, and just like natural elements influence our moods, our stress levels, and just overall mental, emotional, and physical well-being. So I want you to think of your wheel of life, right? Part of the wheel of life is your physical environment, and it's one of the parts for a reason. So throughout this episode, I want you to think about your own physical environment, but think about it as like your home space, right? But also your workspaces, and that could be like a traditional workspace right like a brick and mortar space or um like a work from home space as well right which i do right i work from home think of it as social settings that you put yourself in you know physical environments there or even public spaces that you put yourself in so think of things like that but i really mainly want you to concentrate on your home first and your workspace okay so let's talk about each one summed up of course because i literally i ain't got all day for that okay so let's talk about at first natural light right natural light affects us because it influences our circadian rhythm right and our mood okay now color hues is another point and color hues pull out emotions and energies out of us Clutter and disorganization plays a role on our mental clutter and stress levels. And nature or like green spaces like plants and shit, right? They promote relaxation and rejuvenation. Think about those like plant crazy people, right? They're onto something. (laughs) So I'm just killing them over here, but they're onto something. So I want you to be mindful of the mind-body connection um, and the power a positive physical environment has on it, okay? So let me give you some tips on how to create a dope ass home or even work environment because we want a fucking sanctuary people. Okay, that's the goal. So first off, tip number one, you can make spaces that promote relaxation, like a reading nook or a meditation corner. This doesn't have to take up a lot of space. I think sometimes when this is a tip, you think it has to be a whole ass room or a whole big space. No, just a little nook somewhere in your house. that's just for relaxing. Okay. Second tip, get some fucking plants, get some fucking indoor plants, okay? Or at the very least, um, make a view or get a view of the outdoors. So this is kind of like a roundabout way to connect with nature, right? So indoor plants or some type of view, maybe a window in your house you open up and you're like, you know, whatever, um, connected with nature. Tip three, fucking declutter. Now I'm gonna be talking about clutter in our next section because that's huge, but tip three, fucking declutter. 
Um, tip number four, I want you to try to optimize lighting and color schemes, depending on the energy you want in that area, right? In that specific area. So maybe your bedroom or your workspace, whatever. It really should have specific lighting and color schemes. And if you're interested um, in this, I can get a guest to come on the podcast to help you with this and specific you know, tips that they can give you. So hit me up if you're interested in uh, us digging into this one a little bit more. Here's the deal. I want you to personalize your environment with meaningful objects, okay? I'm not talking about getting a shitload of tchotchke types of things, right? Because that goes back to creating clutter. We want things that bring us joy and inspiration around us. Okay, the dreaded moment. We're going to talk about clutter next, okay? Now, many of you know that I fucking hate clutter. But I don't want you thinking that I'm speaking on this topic because it's my personal opinion that clutter sucks, okay? Nope. Everything I'm about to tell you, research-based as well, okay? And let me start off with this. We have a misconception about clutter. Some of us, when we think of clutter, we think of like, uh, I don't know, like episodes of like hoarders, right? Like that's intense clutter. But that's not the case, okay? If I were to define clutter... It's really just basically accumulating things that you don't necessarily use, but you like hold on to anyways, right? And you could even have digital clutter as well. Trust me, I fucking can't stand digital clutter either. So that's when your inbox is hella fucking crazy, right? Or I know people with like thousands of emails in their inbox or like their desktop is like a shit show. You get it. Like digital clutter is a thing as well. And listen, I know what's happening right now. I want those of you that are saying right now, oh God, I thrive on clutter. I work better in clutter. I'm calling fucking bullshit on that, okay? So you specifically listen to this next section, please, because I'm calling bullshit on that comment. I want you all to try to remember this saying, a cluttered space equals a cluttered mind. Who the fuck wants a cluttered mind? No one. But here's what the smart little scientists say out there, okay, about clutter. Clutter can increase stress levels because it can create like visual chaos, right? Clutter can increase cortisol levels, which can sometimes lead to depression and anxiety disorders. Like this shit is serious. Clutter also impacts your quality of sleep. And we hit upon this on a previous episode. Next up, cluttered spaces can also affect decision making. And we know this, it even leads to procrastination, right? And difficulty focusing. Clutter can also seriously lead to a constant feeling of frustration, right? As you struggle to complete daily tasks, like putting the laundry away. So you leave it on the fucking chair. Everyone has a fucking laundry chair, right? That you just don't fucking deal with. So it's just the clothes chair in the fucking corner of your room, right? But this can lead to frustration because like you're not completing a daily task. And I'm gonna add that clutter can even take a toll on your relationships. Like clutter legit can be an annoying thing to your partner or to the person you're living with roommate, whatever it is. So it could even have an effect on that area of our wheel of life and our relationship. And listen, not all people are affected by clutter in the same way. I mean, a perfectionist or a recovering perfectionist like myself, but a perfectionist is more likely to be stressed out by clutter than other people. Like we all kind of interpret clutter or absorb it in a different way. Okay, I get that. Let's talk about why do people have clutter, right? Because we tend to chalk it up to its laziness, but that's actually really not the case. 
There's actual underlying psychology as to why clutter and disorganization keeps people from tidying up. And I'm not going to get into this too much because it's a hell of a lot of things, okay? But here's some examples um, on why people have clutter, right? The underlining psych issue. One is that they're overwhelmed, so they don't want to fucking deal with it, right? So think about that cluttered inbox with a thousand emails. Like it's gotten so bad, you just don't want to deal with it. Um, Another thing is sometimes uh, objects, right, that you have, it reminds them of an important thing or or it has like a sentimental value for them so then they don't get rid of it, right? Usually they have a, a difficult time letting things go, right? Or that they find like comfort in those possessions. So that's why they don't let it go. The reason I'm bringing this up is so we stop accusing like people or whatever that have clutter or disorganized spaces as they're lazy, okay? There's usually something else behind this. As a life coach, I encourage you to reflect upon like how you got here, okay? And and the why behind this. Now in the meantime, I wanna give you some tips on how to declutter your spaces, okay? So tip one is to just dedicate blocks of time in order to like declutter your house. Schedule this shit in, okay? Make it a part of your day, a part of your week, whatever way you're gonna work it out, but schedule it in, right? This creates a habit, it creates a routine, all right? Another tip, reduce the items that you have. Like you just gotta start getting rid of some shit. Marie is a great resource for this. I'll attach a link in the show notes. Um, to help you get started on that because it is kind of, you know, difficult to let things go again if it has sentimental value, but we got to let shit fucking go, okay? Um, Tip three, organize. It's cliche, the saying, you know, everything has a home, but honestly, it fucking does, okay? So (laughs) try to keep surfaces clean, like your counters or your desk, because it really will declutter your mind, okay? And my last tip is feng shui. Feng shui helps you not only declutter, but promotes a positive energy flow around your spaces, okay? I personally use feng shui in my home and my work area, okay? Now, I'm gonna be bringing on a feng shui expert soon to actually give you some tips on this because this shit is fucking dope. So those are just a couple of tips to declutter. I'm not gonna make the whole episode about this, right? I do hope this episode has gotten you to think about Does your environment support or hinder your well-being, right? It's about removing unnecessary stress, unnecessary distractions and frustrations from your life and giving yourself more time, more space and more freedom, right, instead. And listen, we have to be kind to ourselves. Like, I get it. Those of you that um, your physical space is just like gone to shit, you don't want to deal with it, you're procrastinating, you have to be kind to yourself. Don't shame yourself or place blame if you don't have this figured out yet. The point of this is to reflect and work on it, right? Be intentional about the spaces you're putting yourself in. And remember, your environment is not just a fucking backdrop, okay? It's a tool to use to create a happier and healthier life. And you have the power to shift this, okay? I want your home to become a place that you love, all right? So it's time to unlearn some of our shitty environments that we're putting ourselves in, right? And reframe or rethink 
how we can create something better, right? How can we create better spaces? And before I leave you, just please keep in mind a cluttered space equals a cluttered mind. We don't want that. We want to create a life that we love and our physical environment contributes to that. Well, that's a wrap from me. Hopefully you got something from this episode. You took something away. Don't forget to check out my socials because I'll give you more tips on there. And if you got something from this, share it with a friend. All right, I'll catch you next time.